I was gonna kill myself. And um and yeah, so my parents were looking for me, they were calling me, worrying about me, just looking for me and and anyway, so my plan was to my plan was to drop off my friend and then head back to my apartment and just you know. Anyway, so I dropped off my friend and then as as I was on that uh highway from like going to Stanton, going to Norfolk, my car dies. My car dies. And um and then that gas light comes up. The Christian is to witness for Christ. Now how do you witness? You witness by the way you live. At this moment, God commands all men to repent and believe. La caída que tuviste hoy será la experiencia que te ayudará a levantar a los miles de caídos. This is your testimony. Ready? What? Are you ready? Yeah. Are we live? Yes, we're live. (laughs) Okay. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Testify. It's Testify, right? It's Testifying Podcast. Testifying Podcast. You are, oh my gosh. I was pretty sure you started with Testify, okay? Testifying is a podcast where we like to reach the lives of others and tell them about Jesus through our testimonies. Oh, Lord. Just saying, I mean, the host today is might sound a little more feminine than I can't even say the word feminine. Um, But can you guys guess who our next speaker on this podcast is? Are you going to introduce yourself? How the turntables. How the turntables. <laughs> That's a reference from the office. But anyways, yeah, if you guys haven't noticed yet or figured it out, um, I'm Daniel. And, well, actually my sister is the host this time, Heidi, over here. But yeah, I'm Daniel, um, Heidi's sister. I mean, <laughs> no! <laughs> I mean, I'm... <laughs> I'm Heidi's brother. I okay. I have no this. I have, I have no idea how this is gonna end up. But anyways, yeah. So I just. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah. Anyways. So you're a little nervous, Daniel. I don't know, dude. But anyways, I I, I decided that it's time for me to share my testimony, and so I asked my sister to be the host, and I I don't know if I regret it or not, but I guess we'll find out. Wow. Okay. So Daniel, um, what number? Are, what episode are we on now? Can you remember? Uh, I think this is eighth. Yeah, I think this is eighth episode. Yeah, those two I months. I know. Can you believe that? It's been two months since you started this. I know. How are you feeling? Um, comparing to our first time together, remember, and you interviewing me. Uh, actually, I feel more like relaxed. You know, well, I don't know how to explain. Like, I guess like the first one. Because, you know, you're, like, out trying, like, new things, and you have no... Like, honestly, I was going into this all blind. Right. And I, f- I still feel like I'm still going into this blind, but um, I feel more relaxed because, you know, honestly, like, for me, God has, like, sh- like, like, if you do something with your heart, like, but, like, that your heart is doing it to honor God and not just to honor your name or yourself, God is really going to 
like show that to you, you know. Like God has been opening doors for me. Like he has let me meet n- these new people that I don't like. I never even thought I was gonna meet, you know. And I know it's just in my eighth episode, so you know, you know, like he's opening these new doors and. Like my pastor says, you know, the best is yet to come. And, you know, just hearing like, um, yeah, just hearing people tell me, you know, how much like these these testimonies are impacting them, you know, or like, you know, like there's I, I, I've had there's this um there's this um, lady at church who like is telling me that that she listens to some of the episodes. She's like, hmm, I need to hear that. Right. And some of these stories, you know. It's crazy because they're all um, real testimonies, you know, real experiences. And, you know, when I first did mine, I told you, who's going to want to listen to mine? I mean, mine's kind of boring. And you never know who is going to be listening to you at that time and who's going to be touched by your testimony. So you definitely did. um, That was something you did tell me. And um, it's true. We never know who um, God is going to use to touch other people, you know, and um, help them get through whatever situation is going on. Yes, and, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, like, yes, you know, the Bible, you know, the Gospels, those are very important, you know, absolutely important, but I feel, you know, I think for me also, sharing your testimony is important, too, and like, I was telling you that day, you know, because I remember you told me that, yeah, you are like, ah, oh, my story's boring, Wow, I'm, my voice doesn't sound I'm, like that. I'm, 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 my, my testimony is boring. But, and then I was like, you know, your brother, I was like, Heidi, no testimony is boring, you know. No, mm-hmm. but on the, the serious note. The words of wisdom, wow. My words of wisdom, you yeah. know, that God gave me. But no, on the serious note, I told her that, you know, um, you know, I, like, no no one's story is boring, you know. Because honestly, like, you, you don't know what people are going through, like. For example, my sister was going through nursing school and, um, you know, there could be a Christian girl out there or just not even, you know, just someone who's going through nursing school and they're <laughs> struggling, even if they're struggling with the faith and going to nursing school or, you know, someone's struggling with their parent having cancer. Right. And and I did tell you that your uh, your testimony is the one that got, uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of good feedbacks on. And you're the first one. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So Daniel, um why don't you introduce yourself to those people who may not know you personally? Well, my name is Daniel Arriasa. Um I was I'm 24 years old, so my birthday was in September just in case you missed it. But um yeah, I'm So I'm actually currently going to school. I'm I work as an electrician and I'm going to school for electrician and um yeah, I'm I'm um I'm involved in my church, you know. I like being involved in my church, so I'm part of the worship team over there. And um, what else should, should I say about myself? I mean, my favorite color is red. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> you didn't know I like red. I mean, I didn't know you had a favorite color. Well, if anyone wants to buy me anything, it's the color red. Well, that would make sense why you bought a red phone and a red watch out that one time. And my, I'm surprised and, you bought any red shoes. And my pickup's red also. <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it, it does make sense. Yeah. Well, Danny, um, well, you like to go by Danny, right? Danny, Daniel, or in high school, they used to call me Dan. But 
I oh. like Danny better. You like Danny better. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, nobody, that nickname doesn't always stick with you because everybody's used to calling you Danielito. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess it's Danny in Spanish in that way. All right, Daniel. So tell us about how um, you started going to church or um, how you um, learned about God. Well, so I actually grew up, well, you know, I actually grew up in the church. Um, my parents became Christians in, I want to say, 96 97. or 97, around there. But I was born in 98. So like I've told people before, you know, I was raised knowing the Bible. You know, I was raised learning about Noah's Ark. I was raised about knowing, you know, David and Goliath. I was raised about knowing Moses. I was raised, you know, knowing all those, you know, by um, those, uh, you know, kids Bible stories. Mm-hmm. You know, I was raised in all that stuff and. You know, I even remember, like, <laughs> I even remember, like, I think my, my, my favorite memory, oh, oh my gosh, but hold on. I, I remember one of my favorite memory <laughs> memories was when I was, like, little. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot what the pastor was. I think he was preaching about Jonah in the well or something. But anyways, I was on the ground and, and like, I was sleeping. And I just, I, I, I just remember the pastor saying, oh, Un, un, un pescado se va a comer a Daniel. A, a, a fish is gonna, oh a gosh. big fish is gonna eat Daniel or something. Like, cause, cause I was like napping, but I was like really <laughs> little, and I think I got scared, and I just stood up, and then, um, and I, 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 I hopefully this is long, but, so I don't remember this, but uh, everyone reminds me of it. It was when I was like. <laughs> When I was little, my mom, um, I was, I, I forgot what, what I was doing at church, but um, <laughs> my mom took me to the bathroom to, you know. Oh my goodness, I remember this. <laughs> <to> <laughs> <speak>. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing, but anyways, my mom took You're me being to naughty. The, <laughs> I was being naughty, so my mom <laughs> took me in the bathroom to, you know, um, give me some, you know, wise words. <laughs> Very wise words. <laughs> Very wise words. And, <laughs> and um, there was this, uh, um, was it would be like an usher, I think, an usher, oh, un hermano, you know, because uh-huh. I grew up in a Spanish church, um, but like a brother, you know, one of the diaconos uh-huh. or deacons, deacons, I think that's what it is. deacons, okay. uh huh. And so, anyways, my mom took me in the bathroom, you know, she spanked me, you know, and <laughs> and she was like, and, well, in in español, she was like, um, no te vas a ir hasta que ya termines de llorar. So she was saying, you know, you're not gonna leave here <laughs> until you're done crying. And then, and then I rem- uh, well I don't remember but they say that you know I walked out of the bathroom and el hermano Seferino he was standing out there and, and he asked me um oh what, what was it that I used to always tell him que siendo because oh, I because um I will always go up to him and be like que siendo hermano like what are you doing brother and then he would just tell me oh nada oh, aquí estoy <laughs> well that time the t- the turntables at the tables turned and um and and so I was coming out of the bathroom and he was standing in the back close to the bathroom and he was like um que 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 hermano he's like what are you doing brother and, and I remember um it's and then um I don't I don't know why I keep saying I don't remember I don't <laughs> you remember, remember the story <laughs> yeah but anyways my mom my mom said that I would be like. Me pegaron, hermano. <laughs> they hit me. They you know, me, yeah. they hit me, and <laughs> I don't know. It just, it's just so funny, you know, knowing these um, <laughs> these like stories, you know, because even like today, you know, they bring that back and just good memories. But anyways, but yeah, you know, I grew up in the church. Um, man, 
Yeah, my sister. Yeah, with my sister and. Yeah, we basically have the same memories about going to church and mm-hmm. and the same, you know, Sunday school classes and all those things. Yep. Um. So you, Daniel, when do you think you first exp- um had your a biggest experience that you knew that God was real and. So here's the thing, like, like I'm gonna have to go forward, but my first experience I had with God was in a, <laughs> when I was in jail. But I gotta. Uh, there's a lot of background I gotta get there to. There is because uh-huh. how do we go from this little boy who grew up in church and then you said jail? And that is why I kind of, I kind of like. I, that's kind of why I need to tell you more of the background. Well, first of all, you know, I remember. Uh, I don't. I, I think when I was little, I remember I would be like, oh, I guess I never like, like I knew about God, you know, but I never like uh. Like, actually knew him. Personally. Yes, like, mm-hmm. like I didn't know, like, like you know, like, like, I grew up and I was like, oh, yeah, God, you know, God is in heaven. He watches over us. You know, we need to be good. You know, we can't sin and all that stuff. But you want to know something? It took me, like, what, one, two, almost 20 years to realize who God god was actually was you know who who he really is who, who he really is you know and it's kind of crazy because you know um i don't know maybe you know i maybe that's why it's kind of important to kind of like like you know kids growing up in the church maybe it is kind of important to like kind of you know remind them about salvation it is and one of the biggest things that i remember because you know i was three years old I talked about that but I basically grew up in the church just like you because being three I was still a kid you know so that foundation same that you grew up with got put in me and I just remember this one thing that um, our Sunday school teachers would tell us and I don't know if because we were never in the same class you know because we're five years apart but I don't know if you ever heard them saying this and it would always be like the goal of the people who don't grow up in church you know who are out in the world and then they come to christ is that they never return back there but our goal as kids you know that we grew up in church our goal is that we never apart from god you know depart from him and never want to go look for those things and i feel like that was something for me anyway personally um it was a seed that was planted in my heart because i needed to I, um, just because my parents were Christian, you know, our family was Christian, that didn't mean that I automatically got salvation, like a mm-hmm. salvation card. Um, when I finally understood what salvation was, I knew that it was my own decision, you know, to come to Christ. And I feel like that's something that, um, it's something that you need to, um, p- teach these kids, you know, right away. Um, and it's crazy because, so right now I'm, I'm one of the Sunday school teachers and my kids are learning about like um, salvation and spreading the gospel. So, you know, I kind of brought up the whole testimonies because we've been basically building up until the part where you tell them, you know, this is what God told us to do. The Great Commission, you know, go and preach the gospel. And um, it's kind of like to them, it's trying to tell them. So you guys grew up in the church, you know, how are you going to explain salvation, you know, to other people who didn't grow up in the church? And I like the biggest thing that I remember telling them is first, you know, you guys have to understand what is salvation to you guys. You have to understand, like, the only way to heaven is through Jesus. And I think it's a really big thing that we need to make sure, like, especially our kids who are up in church, that they understand that, that Mm -hmm. they also need to be saved. Yep, and that's for sure. And you know what's crazy, too? Now that you're talking about salvation, I do remember when 
man, I don't remember what grade I was, but I do remember talking to one of my classmates about uh God. But I don't I honestly don't remember, but I remember we were at lunch. And then I remember when I was in elementary two, because like you know, like you know, I didn't grow up like my you know, my family, like no one cussed, you know. Mm-hmm. And like at school obviously you that's where you, that's what <laughs> you, you hear, hear all that stuff. And so I remember in elementary like people like my friends would be like you know why why are you cussing her and all that stuff and i remember one time during lunch oh i forgot what happened but i, I said some bad word and this was an elementary and all my classmates was like yeah well like cheer me on oh my gosh yes and i think that's kind of what like started sparking that you know mm-hmm. but i do want to um yeah but about my story too um so yeah like around age 12 or 13 i actually started learning how to play bass oh yeah mm-hmm. i remember that um and uh i think i was like 13 or 12 because uh, i think we were going to start yeah i think you were st- still in intermedio because yeah. i don't think you were hoven yet because i remember like yeah because D- that's when dio was was playing and yeah uh-huh and and they they taught me and then um we started playing fremont Mm-hmm. Fremont, Nebraska, which is... Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think during the... Oh, do you remember what days we... Oh, it would be on we would the go, Thursday. It would be Thursday, so we would go to Fremont all the time. So, yeah, so th- I remember, like, yeah, once we, you know, we learned... Well, once I... Because my sister, um, my sister, she would sing, and I would play bass, and then we... There was a one that played the piano, and her brother played the drums, and then we had a another kid my age who played the guitar. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, it would be Thursdays, and, uh, yeah, we would be coming right after, like, right when school was right over. School, yeah. yeah, we would just have to get ready, because then the pastor would come and pick us up at 4, 3, no, 5. Yeah, 5-ish or so. 5-ish. And then I just remember, every time on the way back, Casey's, Casey's. Oh, El Pozo de Jaco, he would say <laughs> El Pozo de Jaco. And everybody thought the pastor was our grandpa, remember that, too? Yep, and if, I know... So, Pozo de so, for uh-huh. our English speakers is the Jacob's Well, right? Yep. And also for our out-of-states who don't know that what Casey's is. Because Casey's oh, right. is a Midwest <laughs> state. Casey's is actually... Is? Yeah. I didn't know that. So, Casey's is a... It's, yeah, a it's a pretty, pre- pretty popular gas station <laughs> uh-huh. in Nebraska, like the Iowa air- area. But, um, yeah. But it, um, our pastor would call it Pozo de Jacob, and he would... <laughs> go and like i remember i i remember maybe that's why i got so chubby too because <laughs> the we would pizza. always eat their pizza the little chicken popcorn chickens mm-hmm. i remember that and then um yeah we will play and then on sundays we had our morning services and in um yeah in columbus and then in the evening yeah in, in, the, in, in the afternoons but i but during, i think dad would take us oh this was the time that the services were at the same time i thought or no that was later no, never mind later. i'm thinking about later but yeah they were later because i remember dad would take us because we wouldn't go to columbus anymore we would only go to fremont i remember oh yeah for a while that was a while too man you're bringing back flashbacks i didn't, I didn't know even, i, I kind of forgot, forgot about, about that. that turned out but i do remember when dad would just take us you know go uh-huh. to fremont and yeah, and that's how we were for, you know, a while. And, and you know, it's crazy, too, because, you know, I was up there ministering, and I was like, you know, like, I wasn't even thinking if I was saved. wasn't yeah. even thinking anything, you know. Well, anyways, eventually from there, 
I think I was, yeah, I, you know, I started junior high. And then junior, you know, oh, middle school. Oh, middle school for the yeah, big town Yeah, my kids. bad. I was just, We're little town people. We're, yeah, we went to. <laughs> so we get junior yep. high. But anyways, yeah, I remember I started doing sports. And and um, since I started doing sports, I, 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 I stopped going to uh, help him play on Thursdays because um, I was in sports. So I would just go Sunday. And then, um, yeah, that's how it was till. And then I think it really, really, I think my life really took a big left turn i think i was like in sophomore when i st- when i was you know when i wanted to start experience alcohol i guess because um no partying because i remember when i was in high school like all these kids would and so like seriously i wish i could go back in time and just like <laughs> no but there, there's a reason why there is a like and i also want to you know I, and i'm gonna you know explain mm-hmm. why you know you should I feel like why us as Christians shouldn't regret your past, you mm-hmm. know. But anyways, yeah. But anyways, in high school, I started, you know, drinking, and I would just drink and drink and drink, and um, I think I was like a sophomore, and um, yeah, and then I was like that in my junior and senior year, and then um, yeah, eventually, yeah, eventually, parents will, I tried to hide it, and just letting you, get, you just, I also gotta get this clear. If you think you're going to hide anything from your parents, you're wrong. <laughs> they definitely know right they away. They may they know right away. Like they mm-hmm. might not say it, but like I I I, I just remember you thought I, you were so sneaky. <laughs> yeah, like as as much sneaky as you think you are, you aren't. Especially a Christian mom who is on her knees praying for her son when they're out there. God's going to tell her, "Look, your son's not right." Not right. <laughs> you know? And it's other, th- and it's also that mother extinct, you know, that mama bear. Oh, yeah. So yeah, if you if you think about lying to your parents, um, <laughs> don't think again. <laughs> think again, because um, I think when they, I think I still remember uh, yeah, I think when I when when I, cause I was trying to find like at that point I just didn't want to go to church anymore. I didn't even want to play anymore, and I was just, honestly I was at the point where I was just trying to find an excuse to not go to church. And I think, I think, like, that point God, when I got, oh, you remember that, when I got home really drunk that one night. Was it the time they were in the truck? Yeah. And you wouldn't get out? Yeah. Yes, I remember. That was the first time, like, that we all saw you mm-hmm. like that. Uh, how do, how old do you think I was? Which I think, I don't know, you're probably, like, 15 or, you were 16, because you could already drive. But I didn't I drive know. that night, because I was... <laughs> Well, you had your truck though. Someone yeah, else dropped someone, you off. Someone someone dropped me off. I remember that. And I remember dad being yeah, I so remember bad. I I remember who dropped me off, but I ain't gonna see I me. mean I have no idea who dropped you off, but yeah. I just remember parents that day they were so mad because obviously they already knew stuff was going on with you. Mm-hmm. And that day I don't know if it's because it was so late and I don't know what was going on, so they were waiting for you to get home. Oh, and they they they, they waited. That's why I say, like, <laughs> don't be sneaky. And, yeah, eventually after that, you know, that's when, you know, I stopped playing. And, you know, I actually did stop going to church. And, like, I think parents just, like, didn't, like, my parents really didn't, they really didn't say much to me. I feel like mom did. Mom She's did. always been very vocal. Dad, dad wasn't. He's, what, I feel like dad takes his, like, time. And he takes his opportunities to speak to you. And when he does, it's because he's definitely going to talk to you about something serious, you know, and something that he really wants to get his point across. Mm-hmm. 
and what is crazy though is like when you're a high school kid or a teenager like like for me i didn't care like i remember i i honestly didn't care like i didn't care that parents were mad at me i remember or one they were upset too. oh dude okay. i i remember i remember one time that i i think i think it was my senior year i remember one time um I think it was on a weekend or something. Mom, like, I go upstairs, right? In the living room, mom just started crying. And she was like, why are you doing this to me, you know? What have mm-hmm. we done to you? And I'm going to tell you the truth. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I Like, she would tell, I swear, like, it's so true. It would come in one year and get leave the other one right away. Mm-hmm. I just didn't care. And I remember, I don't know if you thought about it, but after kind of those times, mom didn't cry anymore. And the reason she did is because she's like, "What's the? it doesn't matter because he doesn't care. And, like, she knew you didn't care. I honestly didn't care, and it is crazy, like, too, because, um, like, um, like, I'm, I'm, I'm known some ladies that, you know, talk to me about their teenage kids, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, you know, I always tell them this, and they don't care, you know, they don't care, and, and, like, I, I, like, I can relate, but I just can't explain, I don't know, I can't, I can't explain it how, like, honestly, like, Literally, I didn't care, dude. I just didn't mm-hmm. care. I was so selfish. I just cared about myself, right. you know? And, like, I don't know why, like, why, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now that you're an adult, I think it's kind of hard, like, why do you think that way, you know, as a kid? Exactly. And, honestly, I think for me it's because I was just trying to fit in, you know? I was. T- mm-hmm. I, I remember I always, I, I, I would always say to myself, I, I'm, I'm the life of the party, you know? <laughs> and... But I wasn't, you know. Honestly, instead of being the life of the party, I was more like the fool of the party. I was out there making a fool of myself, making a fool of who I, who you know, who I was, you know, making a, making a bad reputation of me. But like the devil, like when you're like, especially when you're surrounded in that environment, the devil has you so blind, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, like I would be like, oh, this is a party if. If no one's drinking or no one's going to get drunk. So right. right away, you know, I would get drunk. And, um, but yeah, that was in high school. That was in high school where in high school I just did, um, alcohol. And, um, 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 yeah, then after high school I graduated and then I went to big boy college. No, not big boy, community college. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think colleges were everything. Also, t- took a big, a huge, huge left turn. Like, <laughs> um, I remember when I was in high school, like, you know, I started my class. I mean, in high school and in, in college, I started. You know, I I moved out, so I moved out of my parents. I got an apartment, and um, man, I don't I don't even know how I started doing weed. I don't, I don't even, th- I think, I think, like, marijuana, I think it was the summer before I went before to college that I started doing it. I don't remember. But anyways, um, yeah, I was going to college, and I started, you know, I did start, you know, doing, like, marijuana. And, um, yeah, for mar- marijuana, you know, um, I think I did dabs, and then. No, which uh, it doesn't really matter what I did. Like mm-hmm. the like, is the thing is that I did drugs, anyways. And um, man, this is really hard. But uh, right. um, I think what really um, um, uh, 
Okay, I don't know what I was going to say. You want to ask me a question? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. So um, you talked about how on in high school, you know, you strayed from the path from God and you were partying and doing all those things. Um, I guess let's talk about before going to college and those times, was there ever a time that you ever regretted doing whatever, you know, and wanted to try to get better, you know, or wanted to try to get back in the church? Um, during high school, no, but there were so many times that like God moved his hand yeah, because that that's what I want to talk me. about. Some experiences that you've had. Um, um, can we probably like count like how many accidents you've been in? Because I've had three car accidents. And how bad were they? So the first one, I wasn't wearing my seatbelt, and I actually got ejected out of the car. And actually, I came and like, oh man, I had I even have pictures of that. It was a Monte Carlo thing. Oh yeah. And it was really crushed and. Yeah, dude, like, I don't even know how I didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> that, nobody knows. Like, I got, crazy. Yeah, like, I got re- ejected <laughs> out of the car. I remember that it, like, like literally the car could have laid it on me. But, like, you know, those are, you know, um, I want to, like, I, like, I know a lot of people say, like, when a lot of, like, those things happen because the devil knows that he's going to, like, um, Cause the devil knows that God's gonna use her, you know. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like I don't know. I kind of felt like like God was like telling me, you know, like sigale, sigale, you know, mm-hmm. keep keep going, you know, keep on this route, and you right. vas a ver, you know, like you well, you, do you kind of know what I mean? Yeah, like if you keep going in this route, this is how your end's gonna be, you mm-hmm. know. Which is true, you know. The Bible tells us that. Um, the end of the payment of the punishment for sin is death. So yep. if you keep on that path, that's all, that's what we're going to reap, you know? But see, and that's why I also think that, you know, that's why I feel like, you know, I, I think God, you know, like kept me alive for a reason, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I had, I had, um, three, not two, two in high school, it was two car accidents. And then, um. Oh, I got a MIP too in high school. <laughs> I mm-hmm. forgot about that. So, in your experiences, did you ever feel like you know I'm never gonna I'm not gonna do this again. I'm gonna like stop and I'm gonna try to be better. Did you ever have that thought across your mind? I did. Um. But it it would always happen when I would like make a big fool of myself like at a party or something. I remember there was a New Year's party that we went and I got so drunk, dude, and I I. Like, like I said, back then I didn't care, but now, like, I, like, there was a girl who took me and she drove me back and, like. I remember that. Yeah, and I. Just because I was coming home when they were bringing you back. Like, honestly, like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how, like, like I said, sometimes I want to go, like, you know. Mm. And, like, if anyone's, li- you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I'm truly am, you know. But, like I said, you know, I feel like, but, yeah, during, like. During um, those times is like when I was like, oh, I don't want to drink anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to make a fool. Like, it's so true because mom, like, I remember mom would be like, those aren't your friends. Those are, those are, those, uh, those people just want to, you know, they just make fun of you mm-hmm. and they just talk about you. And I mean, I know there was a lot of people that probably, you know, thought I was dumb, stupid, mm-hmm. which, you know, I don't blame them because I was doing like, oh, dude, I, 
it was uh, I was such I don't know like when I would get drunk dude I would get so stupid like I would do stupid stuff you know like mm-hmm. and then I was I was always like I was I was never one that I just drink like one or two and be like yeah no I've uh, for some reason I just wanted to get drunk mm-hmm. that's all I cared about was getting drunk you know and, and, it, and it came it caught me too it came came back to me you know yeah um but I remember, I don't know, I kind of, oh, I do remember this one time, too, just to show you how, how I remember when I was in high school, too, I, no, when I was a senior, I did, because I, I, I think mom would at least make me go to the Sunday services. Yeah, you would always only go to Sunday school. Oh, and I remember one time they make an altar call, and I remember the pastor, and I went up there, and I didn't want to go up there, but mom always made me go yeah, up there. Yeah, she would make you go. And I remember, dude, I remember this one so, so clearly. I remember the pastor, she she came up to me and she was like, do you want to accept God in your heart? <laughs> and I straight out told her no. <laughs> straight out told her no. And can you believe how, I don't know how to say it, I guess, how, how much your heart had hardened that, you know, you basically were, didn't, weren't even scared to just say no? Mm, I, dude, I... I didn't care, and that's why in Ezekiel, like, in Ezekiel, God said, I would change your stubborn, stony heart, because that is what I had. Mm-hmm. I literally it was so stubborn and so stony, because God was showing me all this stuff. Like, dude, God saved me. Yeah, from those accidents, dude, God saved me. Even they were it, all crazy. Even when I was little, dude, like, remember that one, like, like in those bautizos when yeah, I when was you almost about drowned. to drown, dude. Yeah. And I remember one time too when I was in elementary, I. Went to this uh birthday party, and me metí también la agua in a deep and like I was almost gonna drown, but you know I didn't. For anybody who doesn't know, Daniel and I don't know how to oh, swim. Oh yeah, I <laughs> I don't know how to swim. Um, so if any, I don't know. So please, I just have a life jacket yeah. every time Daniel goes I in just, the water. I just I just try to avoid water yes. at this point. <laughs> if it's go if it goes if it's not if it goes above my my chest, I'm out of there. <laughs> but I don't know, like. You know, God, God really moved his hands a lot. But I was just so stubborn, you know, too. And, yeah, and this was just high school. This isn't I even know. talking we about. We haven't even gone to college yet. Because after, oh, my so gosh, I can tell, tell you. Tell us a little bit, Daniel, about your college experiences. What were you going to school for? So I was I was actually going to go for criminal justice because I, I don't know, since I was little, I was going to be a cop. And um. so, um, yeah, so during those times, um. I had a girlfriend, and, you know, just to make this short, too, um, so, yeah, we broke up, and, um, you know, um, I got really depressed, and I don't know, it, you know, partly it was my fault, too, but, you know, I don't know, I got really depressed, and I remember, like, um, like, uh, like, all my pain, you know, like, that's how I really started turning more into drugs, Mm -hmm. um, like I remember I would start smoking a lot like more than usual and I would smoke a lot like I remember I remember I would I used to work at Menards um during that time um for the people out of state Menards is basically the are you telling me Menards is not in other states too no Menards is a mid oh my goodness I am learning new things today it's uh a secondhand uh Home Depot pretty much oh my goodness um (laughs) But anyways, um, I remember I would, like, in the morning I would smoke, 
and then I would go to work, and then on break I would smoke, and then when I got off of work, I would go to my friend's house, smoke the entire afternoon, basically until I passed out, and then do the same thing. And then I remember, I, so actually, and then I actually did drop out of college, so I was only there for one semester. I this is when out. you went to Norfolk, right? Yep. And, um, so yeah, you know, um, so I was still, you know, um, yeah, I was depressed, so I, I did drugs and alcohol. And, um, so crazy, too, because, um, and then... Something I never thought would happen to me, you know. I I got suicidal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Man, it's kind of hard to say. I don't know, cause <sighs> like I remember, um, like I don't I don't know why like I wanted to just die, you know, right away, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I was one that like never seek for help yeah you, honestly, i know you never wanted to talk about anything like me being de- i remember uh i do remember mom saying that she wanted me to go to a psychiatrist yeah she wanted you to see like a counselor oh, or a counselor yeah that okay. but i didn't want it and like she would tell me like oh oh dude and like like oh my gosh and, and i know i didn't want help too because i remember that one time um I tried to kill myself. I remember that you talked to Santiago. Uh-huh. I remember Santiago called me. It was like a Sunday afternoon, and I didn't answer him. But he did leave me a voicemail, you know? Yeah. And, like, I remember I started crying because I'm like, you know, they care about me. And, right. and like, Santiago has known me for... Since you were a baby. Since yeah. you were born. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know why it was so hard for me to, like... I guess because I always wanted that image of, oh, I'm so happy, you know. Yeah, that nothing's wrong. That nothing's wrong with me, you know. Oh, you know, like, you know, like, I can tell you the truth, though. It's so easy to hide behind a smile. I, like, it is so easy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you, like, I, I, rem- I would go out and just, I would just, like, it's so easy. And the outside, you can just smile, but on the inside, you're, like, dying, dude. Mm-hmm. you like, like, I remember, oh, dude, like. I remember I got so depressed because at work I was always like, oh, like happy and all that stuff at Menards, you know, and, and I used to joke around and I remember like, like I would go to work and I would just be like, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to do anything, you know? Right. And I remember like, even like my bosses took me in the back and they're, and, um, and I told them what I was going through and they're like, you know, just keep going, and doing, you know, you're doing good with it. Cause like, I, like, I don't know. I don't like, I feel like, I feel like God has given me a great, uh, like a grace of like people liking me, you know, because mm-hmm. like, like, so in Menards, you have like three managers, like assistant, like general managers. Mm-hmm. And like, I got along with them like a lot. And yeah. like, they really like cared about me. The HR cared about me. My department manager cared about me. And, um, and yeah, I remember like, they're, they're like talking to me and, and all that stuff. Um. Is there something you want to ask? Well, I mean, you've been touching a little bit about um, suicidal things. So do you have any other experiences or anything else that you could share, like a testimony or something? Oh, I do want to go back to suicidal. So, um, 
I remember, um, I remember I wrote my, so, oh, and, and, dude, this, I remember I wrote my suicide note, and it's just so crazy to think, why would I be thinking, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Like, um, I don't know, you know, but, um, yeah, I remember I wrote my suicide letter, and, and I remember I had, like, bottles of pills ready. I I, I, I bought, I remember I bought, like, different pills, and I mixed them in one bottle. Mm-hmm. And I remember I wrote that suicide letter, and, um, wow, that's so crazy, too. Sorry, I just thought of something. Right. Um, um, I remember I wrote the suicide letter, and, um, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta share this. You know how I said it was so easy to um hide behind a smile. I remember one time when I was in my, in my apartment, one of my friends, you know, I remember he I think he was pretty drunk. And I remember he called me. And I remember he was like, you know, I want to kill myself, you know, I'm I'm tired of doing this, you know, I want to kill myself, you know, and and that hurt me cuz like right. he was a really close friend and and I was like, where are you at? Where are you at? And he was telling me, oh, I'm over here. I'm like, come to my apartment, dude. Come to my apartment. Because I care about him. And um, and then I remember he came to my apartment and like, yeah, like, you know, he started crying. And um, I don't know. I, I just want to share this because it was so crazy how like, like I was trying to comfort my friend, telling him not to do it. But yet I was being a hypocrite. I can't even say it. Yeah, hypocrite. Yeah, you know, I was being one because I wanted to kill myself, you know. And that's why I kind of showed you how what kind of a person I, you know, I am. Like, mm-hmm. like, um, and I feel like maybe that's why sometimes it was, like, so hard for me to open up. Yeah. You know, because I will, like, always, like, want to put people first. It's like you were the one comforting others. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyways, um, oh boy, 41, <laughs> sorry, but anyways, um, oh my gosh, where was I? Oh, so anyways, I wrote the letter, and so I'm just gonna make this, so I went to this party, right, and then, um, I had a friend who I picked up, and we went to this party, and then I put gas, um, I put gas in my car before, right? And then we went to this party, and I got super drunk, and I got really drunk. And then, anyways, when I left that party, you know, in my head, I was like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. And that was just going all through my head. And I remember when I was leaving that party, you know, like, I was so drunk, dude, that, like, I went into a ditch because that's how drunk I was. And I still managed to get out. And I remember you guys were looking for me. Oh, yeah. We were looking for you everywhere. Mm-hmm. And because I remember I... I, I and um I texted my uh my ex girlfriend that I was gonna kill myself. And um and yeah, so my parents were looking for me, they were calling me, worrying about me, just looking for me and and anyway, so my plan was to my plan was to drop off my friend and then head back to my apartment and just you know. Anyway, so I dropped off my friend and then as as I was on that uh highway from like going to Stanton, mm-hmm. going to Norfolk, my car dies. My car dies. Mm-hmm. And um and then that gas light comes up. Didn't you say you had just put gas in your car? And I had just put gas in my car. 
and like it's so crazy because now that I'm in a you know now that I'm like what the heck I'm like that's that's the first time I've ever been happy to see that light but during that time I wasn't I was mad because I was like I can't even kill myself you know mm-hmm. I can't even do this you know like I'm worthless, you know, like, what's wrong with me, you know, like, like, why can't I kill myself, I don't want to be here, you know, saying you can't get anything right, you know, not even, exactly, and, um, there was another time that, um, there was another time that I don't, I don't even know if you know, but, um, that I, I actually, like, wanted to do it again, I don't think I ever told you this, but, um, like, I remember the next, you know, I wanted to do it, and then I remember, like, next, that like, it was on a Saturday, so then the following Sunday, I felt, like, so ashamed and so sad, and, like, I remember I went to church that day, and I remember that, because I caught mom off, of, like, in surprise, mm-hmm. and, I mean, you know, you know, and I guess that was when I was starting to realize, you know, like, you know, like, I wasn't in the right path, and, and remember, because during that time, I was... I remember, like, during that time, I was telling, like, Dad that I wanted to go to that church in Madison. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So, like, I was trying. Like, I knew I wasn't in the right, you know, and, you know, I wanted to, like, try out, you know, God and all that stuff, but I wasn't still fully committed. committed. And, um, so, yeah, eventually, you know, um, I was able to, like, those suicidal thoughts, I don't even know how... They went away, you know. But anyway, I think I think it was think it's from the prayers of your family. I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I think it was when, yeah, because then I moved out, um, and I moved back in with parents. And then didn't you go to Hastings for college first? Yep, uh, that's where I was gonna go. And then me being stubborn again, I was like, oh, mama, it's getting no sad, dude. I didn't know why. Like, I didn't want to be home, dude. I just I want to be. I wanted to be on my own. Yeah. And so then I went to Hastings, and, um, so yeah, I went to college there, and I also dropped out, but, um, so yeah, um, yeah, I was still doing the same things in Hastings, you know, like, I was still being stubborn, um, and still, um, yeah, still being stubborn, still drinking, still, you know, doing drugs, and, um, well, anyways, eventually I was gonna go to, um, Lincoln to go to this, um, after party after one of the Husker games, and, um, I got really drunk because there was a Husker game going on during that time. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Lincoln. So I drove to, like, I was, I drove to Lincoln and I was really drunk. And I don't know how, but I managed to get from Hastings to York. Oh, yeah. Can you look that up? How, how, how many minutes it is? Let me see. And I just remember, dude, on the highway, I was like speeding. Like, I was going fast, dude. And I still managed to make it to, like, York, which is, like, I'm pretty sure it's, like, almost an hour. Is okay, this is what it said. Yeah, 58 minutes. 58 miles. minutes, okay? I was, and I'm, I was drunk, okay? When when I got pulled over, I blew, like, double the limit. That's how, I think I blew, like, a point. Oh, I don't even remember. But, like, I'm just, like, I, 58 minutes on that road. And I didn't crash. Right. And I remember going like, you know. Swerving. Uh-huh. And like, that's what I'm telling you. Like, God is so, so, so good. good. 
And, um, anyway, so I got pulled over, and then, um, um, I got pulled over, and, yeah, I got a DUI, <laughs> and that's where the jail comes in, because then I remember I was in that jail cell, and I was drunk, but I was just started crying, and I just felt so worthless, I felt so low, you know, and that's when I was like, God, God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know, and I let it, I just bawled my eyes out in that jail cell, and, and, um, yeah, and then when I left, you know, and, oh, yeah, and then parents picked me, oh, dad and Heidi. Well, picked. who did you call? Oh, I, I called Heidi, like, a thousand times and never answered me. If anybody knows me, I don't answer unknown numbers, and so, yeah, I didn't know that number, just, so I just kept ignoring it. Just heads up for anyone who's Heidi's friend, if you're, like, <laughs> out in the wilderness, lost or something. Leave me a voicemail, otherwise yeah. I will not answer. Heidi, there's And I no- didn't until they actually let you leave me a voicemail, I think. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and so, like, I, I got arrested, like, at, like, in one in the morning, I think. And then they didn't come and pick me up till, like, four in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, it was later. Yeah. I remember when I told Dad, he was so mad. Oh, dude. And mom, she's like, don't even go for him. Let him sit in there. You know how mom is. <laughs> so crazy, dude. Cause... Um, oh, shoot, my phone fell. But, like, yeah, like, they didn't pick me up till late. And, um, I know I changed. I know I'm that jail cell. Like, you know, God, God did, like, I meant it. When I told him, God, I'm sorry, you know, I want to change, I meant it. And Which this is where you say was your very first experience. I want to say that was my very first experience because I remember mm-hmm. I came back. You know, um, and obviously, you know, if you do something, you have to face the con- consequences. Right. And so, you know, I faced them. I, you know, I, you know, I went to court. Obviously, I was guilty. You know, I, I faced the consequences, you know, um. Like, what did it say? Play, play, no, play stupid. No, play dumb. No, how does, how does it go? Which, what's no, saying that one saying say? that says, like, play stupid games or win dumb. How? Oh, you're telling the wrong person about sayings. I mess up sayings all the time. Play dumb. I, I don't remember. But anyways, um, but no, I did change because I remember I came back and I remember, like, like so, in 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 I in the in the house I used to live in in Hastings, it was me and this high school um friend of mine, and then it was um this girl and two guys that I mean I knew one of the kids, but he was from I didn't know him well, and then the other two I didn't know them, but basically the house was a big party party place and smoking place too, and um yeah, eventually I was like I know I changed because I didn't want to do none of that stuff anymore. Um, and then I know, I know this, this one really hurt me a lot, but I, I knew I had to let go a lot of people out of my life. Um, and you know, I want to say, you know, I want to say that, you know, it's because, you know, they're like bad influence, but I I don't want to say that because when God really changes you, like even the Bible says, you know, don't surround yourself against, um, you know, sinners, you know. Right. And, like, and even, like, you know, God, like, was telling me, you know, like, you gotta let, let, let them go, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And so, yeah, you know, I had to let go a lot of my friends. And, you know, maybe I should have told them, but, you know, what happened. But I know, like, I don't know, también soy yo. I'm one that, like, when I let go of someone, just, it's like, literally, mm-hmm. like, I'll be talking to you, and then the next day. Yeah. And I, and, and I kind of regret that, because I was like, I, I could at least have talked to them, you know. Right. But, um, I remember I deleted my social medias, and, um, I started looking for a church in Hastings, and, um. I I eventually found this Spanish church que se, se llamaba uh, Dios es Amor and I started going to it and you know I really felt you know I felt God you know and um but I was still like I still didn't you still weren't committed yet were you I was for three months mm-hmm. <laughs> and um um but anyways I, then I moved back home and I started coming to church here and I want to make um. So why did I say three months? So at the age of twelve, I had, oh, man, twelve. I don't know. Around that time, around that age, I started watching porn. I remember I would be watching a lot of porn, and like when I was in high school and college, it was normal mm-hmm. to me, because all my friends watch porn. You know, all my friends, you know, I like. They talk about girls. You know, I I remember I had a friend who. Did a lot of crazy things. So, like, watching porn was, like, I, like during that time, was, like, normal. Right. So, I, like, I felt so, like, you know, like, like, even, like, um, because when I got depressed, you know, I even turned, I even turned to porn, too, you know, because I was, like, that's all I would do, you know. I just, it's so crazy, dude. You find so many things to, like, make you happy, but you never find God, you know. Right. And it's like, why, you know, and it's just because it's the, the devil. He just has you so, like, blind, blind, dude. Like, and then the deeper you go into that sin, like the far, obviously the farther you get, get away. So eventually, like, like you just start forgetting about God and mm-hmm. you just start fighting, you know, you start like, you know, and it's, it could be food. It can be video games. It can be anything, you know, mm-hmm. you know, to distract your, your mind and like, you know. It's like it's so crazy, you know. It's just so crazy how, how like you find anything, anything, anything that makes like that makes you happy except for God. Yeah. You know, like it's so crazy. Like, like your life is already going a mess. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just give God a, a a shot? You know. Right. Give him a shot. You know what? What do you have to lose? To lose. What do you have to lose? You know. Mm-hmm. But um. Anyway, so yeah, I was. I remember um, I was, like, porn-free for, like, like three months. And then, you know, I started watching it a little bit. And and then, like, like I, rem- like I said, um, um, and then, like, like you know, like a little wildfire, fire, mm-hmm. how it starts small and <clears throat> it spreads. Yeah. That's how it was, you know. And, it, but, like, during those three months that I was free, like, I was so into, into, um, to God, you know, and like, I wanted to play again, and I remember like, because I, I started coming to this church, or like my church again, mm-hmm. I remember they're like, oh, you should play again, you know, and so I did, and I loved it and all that stuff, I loved, you know, I've always loved playing, um, I don't know, I always felt like, when I, when I'm up there in ministry, like, you know, I'm, I've been, you know, feeling close to God, mm-hmm. but anyways, yeah, I started watching porn, and um, um, that was something I never like surrendered to, to God, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And then it got to a point where, like, I was, like, addicted, dude. Like, I was so addicted, dude. Like, I remember there was a day I would go all day watching it, and I couldn't stop, you know. And I knew I was in the wrong. But like I said before, I always, that's why I always say I always struggle opening it up because I wouldn't tell anyone, you know. Yeah. And that's why, like, it's so important, dude. Like, if you're, if you're a Christian and you're going through that, like, talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know why I'm like that, you know, or why, you know, I don't want to say I am now because I'm not, like, you know, God freed me from that. He broke those chains, you know. Um, but I don't know why, I, like, I was like that, you know. I, 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 I never wanted to open up to anyone, you know. But I did open up to Santiago because I did tell him. He was, like, the very first one I told him that had that problem. I remember mm-hmm. that. And, um, anyway, so, uh, so I knew I wasn't in the right, you know, but I would still be up there ministering. And if you have, like, if you're up there ministering, you have, if you have a door that's open, make sure you close that thing because the devil's going to go in there and he's going to open more doors, mm-hmm. more doors, more doors, more doors. Yeah. So you, you have to do, and oh my gosh, dude, there was this lady at church who said, you want God to go in your house and clean everything and take everything away and have him shut that door, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't do that, you know, I didn't shut that door, you know, and so, yeah, you know, eventually, like slowly, slowly, I started wanting to, you know. Start drinking. I started wanting to do all that stuff, and then I think it got worse when when Dad got cancer. You know. Oh yeah. Cause um at that point when when Dad got cancer, you know um that that hurt me so much. You know, and and I felt like it um I felt like an anger to God. You know, I was so angry with God mm-hmm. because if, if if anyone who knows my dad, my dad's such a humble man. You know, my dad literally would take his sweater, his you know, shirt. his shirt. <laughs> My dad would help anyone, dude, and I would tell myself, you know, why would God do this to my dad? You know, what, mm-hmm. what, 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 my dad do to deserve this? Or right. especially when I would tell you how one of the commandments is honor your father and mother for so you can have a long, long life. life. Like I would tell, like, and it's so crazy because dad wasn't even dead, and I he know. was still alive, and I was just so mad. And I'm like, why? Because during that time, I, what I was thinking is like, my dad's gonna die. Mm-hmm. You know, right? <laughs> Instead of declaring victory over this, I was declaring death. Yeah. Can you believe that? How how crazy it was? And so, um, um, oh yeah, so I was mad at God because I was like, God, you know, why aren't you keeping, why aren't you keeping, like, your, pr- your promises? Your promises. Yeah. Like, your Bible literally says this, you know? And, um, but that's why I always say there's a reason why God does his things. Because through my dad's cancer, which my dad, Thank you, God. My dad is cancer free. It's cancer free. <laughs> but through cancer, you tell them the news. <laughs> Which one? Are we talking about our sister again? Mm-hmm. Which we talked about it when I said mine. But if you didn't hear that, um, that's how we got to meet our sister, which we talked a little bit about it before. We had never met her. And if you want to know how we met her, you could probably go back to that first episode. But um, through this basically this hardship um we got to experience um this great thing and was to meet her sister so yeah we had to meet my sister and um that's a big blessing you know like i i never thought i was ever gonna meet my sister and oh my gosh dude my sister has like my dad's heart too my she is 
She's so sweet. She's like, so it's, sweet. It's crazy. But um, yeah. Anyways, eventually, like, um, I stopped playing too. I stopped playing at church, and I, I kind of, I was at that point where I just wanted to give up again. You mm-hmm. know, go back to doing my old stuff. You know, and then you know, eventually, I got a, I got to a point where I was like, God, I'm tired of this. Like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not in the right, you know. Mm-hmm. And now, I want to say this, but I want to say this with a heavy heart. So I'm not trying to bash any like my my old church. But I was telling God, you know, if I come back to you, I don't want to go back to my old church, because I, I'm gonna be honest, and it hurts to say this, but I felt like I wasn't growing. Mm-hmm. I felt like you know I was just in the same place. You know, I felt like. I felt dead. Mm-hmm. The church felt dead. I'm not gonna lie. And um. And so I told God, I'm like, God, you know, I really want to, you know, come back, but like, I want to come back stronger, you know, like I, I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to come back and then, you know, just do the same thing and keep doing the same cycle just, over and over. Yeah, and and then that's where um, there's this church called Word of Life, and like it was an English church, and I knew of it. I didn't know like what they believed in, mm-hmm. so I was like, and also it was an American church, so I was like, I wonder how their services are, because I grew up in a Spanish church, not in a which services are very different. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't know about this, but I started watching them on Facebook. I remember, and 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 then um, I remember um, that's when Santiago and Erica, they were um, going to transition to that church. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy. Oh, my gosh, dude. God is so awesome. It's so crazy how God works. Because during those times, I was thinking about going to that church. But I was thinking about going, like, I didn't even know they were going to mm-hmm. transition. And so then I remember I got a phone call, and Santiago was calling me. He was like, oh, hey, you know, we just want to let you know that, you know, we're going to be going to another church. And, you know, he was saying all this stuff. But basically, it was just like, you know, if you ever need something, we're we always going to be mm-hmm. there for you. And um, But I remember I was like, I was like, um, so what would happen if if someone wants to go to that church? And he was like, you know, from our church. And he was like, well, we're not. Go-. So this is what he told me. He was like, we're not going to invite anyone. But if they want to come. You know, we, we're not going to tell them no, and they're always welcome. Mm-hmm. And so I felt God used that to push me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like God honestly used Santiago to push me. And so I went to that church, and I remember, like, the first Sunday they went, That's that was the first Sunday I went. And then I remember, like, this, and this was, like, I think this was last month or, like, two months ago. But Erica, which, shout out to Erica, if you're listening mm-hmm. to this. And this is how, like, this is why I say God's timing is perfect. And God always has a reason why he does things at a, at a certain time, you know. And there's even a verse. Um, Oh, my gosh. If you want to listen to that verse, go on my TikTok, too. Anyways, <laughs> um, Erika, I remember Erika told me, dude, she was like, yeah, when, you know, the first Sunday we came, you know, we were like, you know, we were scared. I, I think she said scared. I don't remember. But, like, they weren't comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. at all. Because there's a new church and all that uh, stuff. And Erika said. And then we saw, I saw you coming in and I felt comfortable and I felt like I was at home. Mm-hmm. And that opened my eyes because I was like, wow, you know, like I never thought that. I never thought mm-hmm. that me walking in a church was going to impact someone. Right. And that's why, that's why I'm saying like this was from God because 
you know, um, everything worked out well. You mm-hmm. know, God used them to push me, and then um, God God used them to push me to go to that church, and and it was me telling God, you know, I want to do, you know, I want to change, you know, and then God used me to comfort Erica, you know, and th- yeah, that's where I started coming to Word of Life, and um. And then um, my porn addiction, you know, I was able to break in. And, and that church, dude, I lear- I've learned so much. You know, I've felt like I've grown a lot. I've, I've learned a lot more of, like, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, honestly, like, I really didn't know. I knew about the Holy Spirit, but I didn't know, like. And, I, f- uh-huh. and I felt like, I felt like going to that church helped me a lot, too, because it was in English. So, like, yes, I know Spanish. But like, see me. If you tell me something in English, like, like I comprehend it right away. Right. You know? And I, I can too in Spanish. It just it takes longer to like soak in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. But English, like they tell me something, I'm like, Amen, Amen. Uh-huh. Like, it, I, it's, it, it soaks in so easily. And so God knew I needed, I needed that. Like God, right. God brought me there. And um. Oh, it's so crazy too, cause um. There was another uh, friend from our old church that went went to that church too, and yeah, like, like I know, um, like she was going through some stuff, and you know, and um, then I felt like you know God used her too to like comfort us mm-hmm. too, you know, right? To go to that church, and um, I remember I told God I was like, God, if this is from your church, if if, if this is from you, you know, um, you're gonna help me make friends and. My parents are gonna be okay with it, and I remember, uh, I remember I, when I told mom, I and I was ready, I was already ready to defend myself, mm-hmm. um, but I, I was like, mom, I I want to go to this church, you know. Well, I didn't know how to tell, but I was like, mom, I I I'm thinking about leaving the church and going to this new church, and she was like, okay. I'm like, what the? <laughs> Which heck? I know you didn't expect that from her. <laughs> I, was, I thought she was gonna be yelling and all that stuff. And the day mom yells at you for wanting to go to church is, I I, I can't even imagine that. I know, dude, but <laughs> it impacted me what she said though, because she was like, "I'd rather see you at a church and serving God than seeing you at a bar." Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but one of mom's prayers when you were so lost, and it's crazy, you know. Maybe some people might think. Why would a mom pray for this? My mom would sometimes pray that if you weren't going to serve him, you know, um, she wanted God to take you away saved already because she didn't want you to get lost. And that's kind of crazy, like the type of prayer she was doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, I heard this too, dude. Like, like all, all of those, you know, moments God moved his hands like saved me from death mm-hmm. especially that car it wasn't because of me it was because you know the people praying for mm-hmm. me you know it was for them and that's why like praying is so important God, God does listen to prayers he dude. does and maybe the reason why like you know good things happen to like non-believers is because they have someone that's praying for them you know mm-hmm. especially when you have a mother on her knees like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. on her knees praying for you that, you know, that you're out there. Mm-hmm. You know, God's going to do something. And then and then it's free will. Like, God gave me so many opportunities. And honestly, I'm going to be honest. It, it, I, 
honestly, I'm going to be honest. That DUI, during that DUI, if I would not have come back to church, I bet I would have been dead by now. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Because God gave me so many opportunities, so many chances to come to mm-hmm. him. A lot. Like, I, he, it's so many, dude. But it's because a reason, you know, because of my mom's prayers, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, I honestly, that's why, um, um, that's why, like, don't give up on your prayers. Um, oh, dude, I really want to read that verse, but, um, <laughs> so there's a prayer. So it's, it's, so I'm going to just summarize it. I think it's, um, second Peter. Can I read it quick, please? To you. I'm the host, you're but the host, I'm the host, but this is your podcast. No, you're the host. I feel like I'm just, one. I'm just taking a slight spot here you know okay so this is in second peter uh, 3 9 it says the lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think no he is being patient for your sake he does not want anyone to be destroyed but wants everyone to repent so i know this is talking about promises but you know take it into your prayer mm-hmm. you know here it says you know people think that um, you know, the Lord is really being slow about his promises, but he, you know, he isn't being slow about your prayer, you know, because it says, and you know, because I, I, I bet there's a lot of people out there that say, you know, oh, God is answering my prayer, you know, you know, he isn't listening to me, but he is because here it says he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. So how I'm taking this is that, you know, maybe God doesn't want to answer that because there's a reason, you know, Mm-hmm. And we've talked about so many times how God's timing is perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's always, everything is always in his time. So this verse is basically saying that God has a reason why he waits. You know, mm-hmm. why, he, why he... There's a know. reason why that prayer is not being answered yep. now. Yep. Also, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say something too. How I, I want to reference back to that Ezekiel verse. That it's, it's you know, stoning stubborn heart. Where it says, um, and I will give you, um, and I will change your... St- st- oh my your stony stubborn your stony stubborn heart and then after that it says and i will give you a new heart and a new spirit Mm -hmm. and i will and i will give you a tender well i'm not it's saying i will give you a tender responsive heart Mm -hmm. so when you really really submit yourself and also what like also um my gosh i'm sorry i know the host is being really mean she wants me off of here so she can go knit (laughs) Just oh saying. my goodness! I don't knit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so um, so the God Encounter, my church, my and we're alive. They have this God Encounter. Very, I recommend it. Recommend it. I highly recommend it because it helps you with inner healing. It helps you break chains. It helps you break your generation curses. You know, but you gotta go in there with an open heart. Your heart has to be open. You know. And that's where I was like, God, I'm going to give you pornography, you know. And it's so crazy, too. Um, I'm going to do this really quick, too. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the God Encounter, um, there's hands, right? And then on one hand, you got to write, like, something, like, you're struggling with, like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, like, porn or, um, like, alcohol addiction or whatever you're going through. Anyways. And, and, and then at the end, you um, get a nail and you um, hammer that on the cross, you know. And basically, you know, you're leaving it to God. You're surrendering it uh, to God. And I remember on that hand, I was going to write pornography. <laughs> but I was going to write it really small because I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed, mm-hmm. embarrassed, embarrassed to say I had a... I just, dude, it's so embarrassing, you know. And then when I wrote it small, I remember in my head, it, you know, 
It was like God telling me, you know, if you're going to hide it on that hand, how do you think I'm going to break those chains? <laughs> and so I remember I crossed that out and I just wrote pornography huge and I hammered that on the on the cross. And that's where I told God, you know, <laughs> God, take this away from me. You know, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. You know, I'm tired of giving you these fake promises. I'm tired of, you know, um, telling you, you know, I'm never going to do this again. I'm tired. I'm just tired. Just, you know, and that's when I realized, you know, because I remember, dude, I even wanted to, I even wanted to, like, pay therapy mm-hmm. to, like, help me. You know, I wanted, I, I remember I, I even subscribed to this app that helps you, like, uh, block porn sites. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it helps you, like, like, something with your mind helps you, like, uh. Well, it helps you to keep away from porn, dude. And I was doing that for, like, two weeks, you know. And um, it's so crazy, too. Um, us as humans, we want to do everything our way, you know. Mm-hmm. But we never want to do it God's way. Right. Oh, Yahweh's. Oh, I love that. It's not my way. It's Yahweh's. <laughs> People, um, anyways. And so, yeah, on that cross, I was, you know, on that God, um, God encounter, I was like, God, I'm... You know, I'm tired of relying on myself and not relying on you, you know. And that that's what God wants, you know. God wants wants us to like surrender ourselves to him. Mm-hmm. You know. And yeah, and thank God, you know, I'm still yeah, I'm still I'm faithfully in that church and I'm growing that church, you know. And I'm and I'm just, you know, like I've always said before, just cuz you're a Christian doesn't mean everything's going to be all beautiful. Because, yeah, you know, we still have our struggles, but, you know, we have that armor of God now, you know. And we need to pray that, you know, that armor just is strengthen mm-hmm. that armor, you know. Right. Because, you know, we are saved now. We, yes, we are saved. But, you know, you are still going to have those temptations. Mm-hmm. We are still going to have all. They don't just go away because we become Christians. Yep. And we just have to rely on God, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, you know, maybe some people are going through, like, really difficult things, but we just have to rely on God, you know. And, yeah, you know, like I've said before, God God has me here at this moment in my life. He has me here doing this podcast. He has me at that church. He has me here for a reason. Right. You know. And, honestly, yeah, I'm at a point where my, my ultimate goal is just to serve God. Mm-hmm. Because that should be everyone's goal is yeah. serve God and spread the gospel. The, spread the gospel, you know. Mm-hmm. And I probably so there. Yeah, that's pretty much my testimony. I know I probably missed some parts out, but I think you told it all pretty well. I can I can, I can say it again if you want me to. <laughs> well, so when I, I was you? when I was two years old. I threw a no. I when, when I was three five years old. years old, I threw a monster truck on my sister's I face. You say the time that you bit me, <laughs> and I bit her too. <laughs> so why don't I ask you your favorite question that you ask in the podcast? Why should we believe? <laughs> why in should God? we believe in God? <laughs> oh, how John said, "Why shouldn't we?" And like literally, like I remember when I first like when I was thinking of questions to do. Mm-hmm. I, when I answered this myself, I was like, go look outside. You know? Go look at your hands. Look at those fingerprints. Did you know? And obviously everyone knows that. Everyone has their unique fingerprint. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that some big bang boom thought of that? Right. Made that? That everyone had their unique? 
A unique fingerprint. <laughs> you know? Who showed the birds how to make a nest? Who showed the birds how to feed their, ba- feed their babies, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, who showed, you know, who feeds, like, uh, like who showed all these animals how to survive, you know? Like, we are created from something, you know? Mm-hmm. And there is proof of the Bible, you know? There is absolutely proof. And then if you read the Bible, it matches with secular history. Mm-hmm. Like, it is all there, you know? Everything's all there. Like, the facts, the history, like, everything's all there. But we just, like, people are just stillborn. Yeah. You know? We're all blinded. And We're all blinded, mm-hmm. you know? And, and like, 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 answer me this. Why do people get mad when they talk about God? You talk, Why do you they? talk to them about other things, but no. But it's once, always... Every, once you get God in the subject... I feel like God is always, like, such a taboo thing, you know? People get so offended. Mm-hmm. Like, we can talk about... You can even talk about now. I've been seeing this a lot, like, on social media. Like, people, like, talk about what you and those type of things that doesn't hurt people nobody gets mad about it but just bring god into it and it's like this whole big discussion and it's this whole thing oh you're like spewing your beliefs in me and and it's because it's because the gospel and the word of god makes people uncomfortable and it's because it's true and it hits you right where you don't want it to hit you and it opens your eyes to see that hey you're in the wrong you know and you know what else i find crazy like Christians, like, you know, when you are a true Christian, you know, and you are honestly a changed person, like, like, we're not like bad people, you know, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, man, I'm, I feel like what you're trying to say is like Christians have such a bad, like, name to them, like that we're hateful towards certain people you know because mm-hmm. we only want to believe our beliefs and that's not true. Well, like I, what I'm trying to say too is like, us as Christian, like Christianity isn't like bashing on people, you mm-hmm. know, calling people names. We're not thieves. We're not robbers. We don't murder people, you know. I mean, there's history of people doing that. Yes, but, but like it's something you know good. And and honestly, Christianity is honestly a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it, like it's so crazy because um, do you kind of get what I'm trying to say though? Like. It's not like Christian, I mean, if you're a true believer, you know, like a church, is, it isn't a cult. No. It's like, it's, it's like, it's something good, you know, and people want to get away from that good. Do you kind of yeah. get it? And it's true. I mean, I don't know if, it, I, I'm sorry, but I don't know if I'm getting it outright. And I know what you're trying to say. And just like, even just going to the word of God, you know, um, John says in, in the book, like that people never want to do good you know they're always searching for their evil because we have evil hearts you know our flesh never wants to obey god that's what paul said too Mm -hmm. that you know he wants to do good you know but it's the flesh it's the flesh yeah that we have to you know i don't even know how to say like crucify we have to like put it down every time that's why jesus said we must pick up our cross and you Mm -hmm. know we must deny Mm ourselves also um before the host, because I know the host is getting sleepy. But I just want to say this. So, two weeks ago, or like a week ago, we had a God encounter too. But I actually helped out there and I had a speaking part. And so, mine was encountering the cross. And so, um, I had to read the 
you know, a section of the crucifixion. And so I read in Luke 23, and I started with Pilate, you know, you know, well, Pilate, where he goes to Pilate, and then he walks, and, um, and Simon, you know, you know, oh, and Simon, carry his they, cross. Yeah. And then when he goes on the cross, and there was the two criminals, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I had, and, you know, I felt like I could have ended it where, like, you know, where, where Jesus died, and, the, and then that's when, you know, the Roman officer said, truly, he was the son of God, yeah. you know? But something was telling me, like, I felt like the Holy Spirit, you know, was telling me to stop at the criminals. Because there, it said, and in, in, in the book of Luke, you know, it says that there was a criminal to the left and to the right. So there was one, it doesn't say which one, but there was one that mocked Jesus. Yeah. said, if you're the Messiah, you know, why don't you get down and help us out too? And then the other one was like, don't you fear this man, you know? Yeah. And then he told him, you know, remember me when you go into your kingdom. And then he said, uh, he said, truly, today, no. He said, um, well, he said today, um, oh, I gotta find it, dude. I, hold on. I have it right here. I'm sorry, guys, I promise. Aquí lo tengo. He says, I assure you today you will be with me in paradise. And so I wanted, I wanted to stop this, and I want to share this on the podcast, too. Because it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you did. Because if you encounter God, if you encounter that, you know, cross, you know, you will be saved. Because Jesus didn't tell him. Jesus didn't ask him, you know, what crime did you do? Jesus didn't ask him, you know, how old are you? He didn't ask him, you know, oh, how many times did you, um, you know, how many times did you sin? No. He didn't. Well, he what didn't. have you done to make up for it, you know? Yes, he didn't. No, you know what he told him? He said, I assure you today you'll be with me in paradise. So this is why I feel like no one should say, you know, God won't forgive me because, you know, I've been so bad, you know. You know, I've done bad things, you know. You know, it doesn't matter. That's why I, I, I felt like I need to stop there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you are, you know, what you did. Wherever you're at. God, if you if you seek God, you know He will forgive you. And yeah, I think that's all I have. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us at this podcast once again. Because she wants to knit. I don't knit. What is it that you do? <laughs> I'm starting to crochet. Oh, she wants to crochet. But I actually, want to I want to go to bed. It is past my bedtime. <laughs> but anyway, I don't remember how Daniel ends it. But if you want to follow him, he's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I don't know where else you told me. Oh, also, I do want to say this. If you want to share your testimony, we are always looking for people, you know. Um, we are always looking, you know, for people to share their story, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I've said before, stories are very, uh, testimonies are very important. Um, okay, you're the host, so you got to end it. Uh, here's my goodbyes i guess follow what is it called again testifying podcast yeah um you have tiktok instagram and facebook yes okay those three social medias and then um, i'm about to throw in my mixtape too <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the post is every is it fridays every fridays but unless there's yeah not one but you know but yeah, well she's, and then follow Heidi at um Heidi. Don't Adiesa. follow me anywhere. <laughs> I am not good with social media. So if anybody ever messages me on there, you probably won't get a reply from me for another few days. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, everybody who joined us. Have a good week. Bye. Matthew 16, 24, 26. 
says, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways. Take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything really worth more than your soul? Now really, ask yourself if there's anything worth more than your soul. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death, but God gives us eternal life. God wants us to repent from our sins. He wants us to turn away from our evil deeds and turn to Him. Repentance is when we confess our sins out loud and ask God to forgive us. You must believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our salvation. We must also accept God's gift of salvation through faith. Only you know how your spiritual life is with God right now. If you have walked away or even grieved the Holy Spirit, now would be the time to turn to Him. The first step is to ask God to forgive you and to truly believe and trust in God that He will change your story. He will change your stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart.